foes and we smoke Butterfly doors, mink coats and clean clothes Shit, that's all a nigga knows Sliding, dipping on 84s Wrapped in bowls Cold, I'm too froze So part in my road go Bank rolls and city lights Living at night So we going hard like every night That's every night Stuntin' flexin' I'm on, nigga Green gang supreme Don't get it wrong, nigga Hold on, nigga, um Why I pull up a foe? Broads already naked before we step through the door. No need to give us a second. We bout to get them a show. Paying these bitches to wish as soon as they get on the floor. Yeah, so give it up for them. blowing money fast, so we had enough for them. Ain't throwing money, we just throwing dreams, hoping they can catch it. Having the good conscience, acting reckless. They ride on foes, pocket full of dough. Haters gon' hate, but you already know. Bottles everywhere, we got models at the door. About to get it poppin', March set, here we go. Riding on foes, pocket full of dough. Haters gon' hate, but you already know. Living life fast like tomorrow ain't close. Go hard or go home, so the boys deserve a toast. On the mission, eating this paper, this is how it goes. Haters try to set you up to leave you selling froze. What's good, amazing fam? This your world boss. I'm gonna welcome you back for another episode of the It's So Amazing podcast. I'm your host, Boss The Truth. And if this is your first time tuning in, you can catch us every week on your favorite podcasting app. And if you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can catch us on my YouTube channel. Search Amazing Films, A-M-A-Y-E-S-N Films, and that's where you can watch the video version of this podcast. So Let's get straight into it. Um, let's talk about Chris Brown. So, the boy Chris Brown dropped his latest album, I want to say two weeks ago. It's called Breezy. I listened to probably eight or nine songs. And um, I haven't finished the whole project yet. But that's neither here nor there. The topic I want to talk about today is a topic that Chris Brown brought up. So, his album came out. It was projected to do, I want to say, 70,000 first week. And 70,000 is good numbers for any artist, but for Chris Brown and his caliber, that's kind of low-ballish numbers. Now, he was upset. He put out a series of tweets saying that when I'm doing something negative or if I'm in the news for something negative, everybody's talking about it, they spread net. But when I'm putting out something positive, making some music and people acting like they fake care and was waiting for this music, I finally give it to y'all and y'all don't buy it or stream it or do whatever y'all want to do with it. Now I got a problem. And it's kind of a hard situation to be in because Chris Brown is a legendary artist. He makes great music. He will go down as a legend. He is a legend right now, a living legend. But I feel like people don't really give him his just do anymore. And I've been seeing the narrative been going around a lot about Chris Brown been making the same song over and over for the last three or four years. Me personally, I don't feel like Chris Brown makes the same music. I feel like there's a lot of uh, different things that he tries to tap into, but there is a certain subset of music that he does make, or not even music, of a certain character that he portrays that 
a lot of R&B artists try to portray, and I don't like that, and uh, we're going to talk about that later on when I go into this other topic. But he was mad that his album didn't sell like he should. So his first album was projected to sell. That's not his first album. The latest album he just put out was projected to sell, I want to say, 70K. And that's good numbers for any artist, but for Chris Brown, that's kind of low ballish numbers. Like, when you think of Chris Brown, you think of anything over 100,000 plus when it comes to album sales. Now, you probably will be saying 70 and 100K is not that far off. It's not, but come on, bro. Like, Chris Brown can't move over 100,000. And that just speaks to a lot of today's game as a whole and really the year 2022 because a lot of people been putting out albums and they haven't been doing what you think they would do roddy rich flopped shit they calling this is a flop for chris brown post malone just put out an album that pretty much flopped like i don't know what it is i don't know if people are not really engaging and consuming the music or is it because, you know, Billboard every few years, they kind of change up their formula of how they calculate album sales and stuff? I don't know if that has something to do with it. But at the same time, Chris Brown should be selling more than 70K when it comes to his albums. Now, I want to parallel this with another artist, uh, R&B artist, I guess you might say, Brent Fayez. Now, Brent Fayez just put out his latest album wasteland and it's projected to sell a hundred K or more. Now there's nowhere on God's green earth that Brent Fayez is a bigger artist than Chris Brown. It just, it's just, it, it, it can never be like, let's stop the cap. Now I did see a lot of people saying that Brent Fayez makes better music than Chris Brown. And I could, could totally Disagree. Brent Fayez does not make better music than Chris Brown. Brent Fayez couldn't even make better music than Chris Brown on Chris Brown worst day ever. Like, let's stop the cap. And that's the problem that I have. Once people have narratives that they have for certain people, they really won't let go of those narratives. Like they'll make a narrative for someone and that uh, narrative will have like a black cloud over that artist and they'll never be able to go on and do better things or people check them out because people will always go back to that narrative. I don't like that. Now, should Chris Brown have sold more albums? Me personally, I feel like, yes, he's a legendary artist. There's no way that Chris Brown should be selling 70K. No, 70K is good for a new artist, a, a, a up and coming artist that's on their second album that's building like a Jack Harlow or something like that. Those are good numbers for Jack Harlow. 70K is not good numbers for somebody that's been in the game over 15 plus years. Like, come on, bro. And this is the problem that I have with social media and just people in general as a whole. People keep showing a lot of fake love. They pretend like they like people. They pretend that they want you to put out new music, but at the end of the day, they really don't want that music. They really don't care about what you got going on. And I feel like that's one of the detriments of social media. I feel like that a lot of 
social media has shaped people's mind and warped people's mind into caring about everything else outside of what that person is known for. So if that person is a singer or a rapper, they don't give a fuck about none of the music that they putting out. They want to care about who they dating, who they sleeping with, what they was doing last night, who they was with, instead of what was the music sounding like. I feel like that's really what it is. And that's why you get a lot of these people, quote unquote, and these celebrity couples, when you get people put together and you be like, why are they even together in the first place? It's because social currency is more relevant to actual talent and real currency and things people actually can be tangible and have like real good music. People care about clout. It's all about clout these days. And I don't like that, bro. Like, Chris Brown put out a good album. Like I said, I didn't p- listen to the whole album yet, but I listened about eight to ten songs for sure. That was good. I didn't have no problem with it. But let's hammer this out. Uh, like I said, I've seen a lot of people saying that Brent Fayez makes better music than Chris Brown, and that's why he sold more albums than Chris Brown. Brent Fayez doesn't make better music than Chris Brown. I did listen to the whole Brent Fryer's project, Wasteland, and to be quite honest, it was nothing special. And that's one of the things I want to talk about. I hate how people be like, oh, I love this toxic music and toxic this, toxic that. That was one of the reasons how Weekend, The Weeknd got big because a lot of his earlier music was that quote-unquote toxic shit. Why do y'all want to listen to that shit to begin with, bro? Y'all y'all like being hurt? Y'all love being in toxic relationships and shit like that? Like, like that shit actually get y'all going? Like, I don't understand it, bro. When I listen to R&B, I want to feel that heartbreak. I want to feel that love. That's what R&B is. I fucked up, baby. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. That's what R&B is. Pouring your heart out, pouring your feelings out. Not this bullshit that y'all be listening to. Like, y'all gotta stop, bruh. Now, I'm not saying that Brent Fayez is not a great artist because I do fuck with him. I do fuck with some of his music, but he is not a better artist than Chris Brown. If you think he's a better artist than Chris Brown, bruh, like, I don't really know what to tell you. You don't really know what music, good music is, and. That's 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 the end of that story, bro. Like, come on, bro. Now, what could Chris Brown really do at the end of the day? I really don't think he could do anything because I feel like a lot of this kind of stipulates or comes from his past transgressions. And when I say past transgressions, I mean his stuff with Rihanna, his stuff with Karuchi. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing, I don't, and this is this is one of the, man, this is one of the things that I can't stand. I've been seeing a lot of people saying that he's a colorist, he doesn't like black women. And I'm like, where the fuck y'all get that from? Like, I, I just don't, I just don't know these days. Like, I don't understand it. If y'all could tell me where Chris Brown came out and said he don't like black women, please let me know down in the comments below, but... I don't know, bro. Like, he put out a great video with Normani or Normani with the Warm Embrace song. Videos, phenomenal. And people was like, oh, this is the only time he would be with a black woman. I don't know why he got her. He don't even like black women. I'm like, 
bruh, like, where is this shit coming from? Like, so if y'all uh, y'all got some kind of news or uh, want to break something to me, let me know what's going on. Please let me know because I ain't never seen Chris Brown come out of his mouth and say something about black women. I don't know. Now, if people come to the conclusion that he don't like black women because of the people that he date, like, that's stupid, bruh. Like, people have preferences of who they like to date and stuff like that. That doesn't mean that they don't like other races, bruh. Like, stop it. Stop the cap. Now, Sean Stockton of Boys to Men had came out and put out a couple of tweets about R&B. And this was pretty much around the same time that uh, they did the verses that everybody was talking about with Ray J and Jeremiah, Mario, or Marion and shit like that. So, Sean Stockman says that there was a time when it was cool to identify as an R&B singer. It was cool. There was a clear distinction between a rapper and a singer persona wise and it was respected it wasn't viewed as being soft to be smooth and to speak to the ladies at a certain way r&b has lost their identity because it felt like it had to compete with the bravado of the hip-hop world because labels stopped supporting the perception of black men being more than displaying a thug image let me disclaim my tweets are not to say there aren't any great singers out there that's always has been great singers, but the love they get is in disproportionate. So let's do this. Send me some songs or some artists y'all think is fire, and I'll repost it. Now, I agree with Sean Stockman. You used to be able to tell the difference between an R&B artist and a rapper. These days... They blend so much together that you can't tell what's R&B or who's a rapper. I remember when T-Pain came out and people was like, is he really a singer? Is he a rapper? Because his first album is called Rapper Turned Singer. So I remember that was kind of the beginning or the genesis of that. Then you got Drake coming in with a hybrid doing rapping and singing. Then after him, you got Bryson Tiller even more intertwining it with rapish, singish, singy rapping type shit. So, and I think Bryson Tiller is really the main culprit of this whole, I, I say downfall of R&B because once he came out with Trap Soul, that was the end of the end. Every artist that was R&B or was a rapper seen Bryson Tiller come out and was like, Oh, I could do that. So rappers that always kind of wanted to sing or could hold a semi-note or harmony, they started singing. Singers that could kind of put a couple bars together, they start rapping. And I think that was a detriment to the music as a whole because if you're not no real singer, bro, like, stop it, bro. Like, don't be coming out here putting out no singy songs. If you're a rapper, rap. If you're a singer, sing. Now, I understand, like, sometimes you can't get a person to sing the certain songs that you want to sing, so you do it yourself. I understand that. I am a do-it-yourself type nigga, so I understand that. But at the same time, people need to distinctly stay in their own lanes. If you're a rapper, you need to rap. If you're a singer, you need to sing. And I feel like this blending of the two genres is hurting 
real artists or real R&B artists like Chris Brown because Chris Brown is somebody that can actually sing, but he can rap too, but we don't give a fuck about Chris Brown raps. Like, I seen him on Drink Champ saying, like, he don't care about people writing songs for him, and I don't, I understand that because R&B artists always had people, other people write their songs for them. But he was like, ain't nobody ever wrote my raps. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? We don't care about your raps. We love you for your singing. You're an R&B artist, Chris Brown. And what Sean Stockman has said is true. It rings true because you have these R&B artists like a Chris Brown, a Trey Songz, Young Blue, like K-Count, Ty Dollar Sign. They have this machismo macho persona and the r&b music is not the same no more like and that's what be killing me because i remember when ty dollar sign was having his little run and he was hot people was loving him and there are certain songs that i do fuck with from ty dollar sign and i and i'm like this is the song these are these are the type of songs you should make but he doesn't stick to that. He does other stuff. And I'm like, bro, stop it. You're not a rapper, bro. You're a singer. Do singing and you can lock in and be bigger than ever. But a lot of people won't stick to the genre that they supposed to be in. And I kind of agree with Sean Stockman saying a lot of the labels are not putting in the effort or the backing to promote real R&B. You have a real R&B singer like... Tank, maybe I deserve. He doing fucking songs that just sound like, bro, like, why are you making these type of songs? And it's like, I guess that's what you have to do in 2022. You can't just come out and put out a pure ballad for the girls crooning, pouring out your heart and stuff like that. I guess that's that's considered old school in these days and age. And I just don't understand, bro. I wish my rappers rap. I wish my singers sing. I wish a R&B song actually sounded like a real R&B song instead of fucking 808s that Gunner and Young Thug can rap over. Like, bro, like, if I want to hear that, I'm going to listen to some rap, bro. I don't want to hear that from my R&B singers. I want to hear some shit that make me think about an old relationship. I want to hear something that make me... Feel what I'm going through in my current relationship. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be going through everyday shit every day. And that's what music used to do. Music used to uplift. Music used to make you think. Music used to make you feel. And today, you can't really get at, get nothing from this music that's coming out today, bro. Like, me, honestly, I don't really feel like you can get anything from this music. So, I understand what he's saying. I kind of think that's why the main culprit of why Chris Brown didn't really sell the albums that he want to sell because he stuck it between a rock and a hard place of trying to do what today's generation is doing and instead of doing what we know he can and we love him for doing. Now, speaking of fake love, let's talk about that girl, Sierra. Now, I did a video earlier on a YouTube channel saying Sierra just signed a new record deal with uh, Republic Records and Uptown Records. And she has a new song out called Jump, if I'm not mistaken, with Coast Contra or something like that. 
these some newcomers that I've seen on uh, Instagram that kind of got big lately. And um, when I did that news story, if y'all seen it, um, I was kind of making jokes in the video about because the uh, one of the vice presidents that signed her was talking about how Sierra is the goat, and I'm like, the goat of what? The goat of marrying simps? Like Sierra is not no goat of anything. And when I when we talk about this fake love, bro, it's like. Why can't we be honest with these artists? I feel like that's another problem with Chris Brown and why he he's, he's so upset because we not being honest with these artists. Let me be quite frank. And I, I'm speaking for myself, but I know I speak for a lot of people. Don't nobody want to hear a new album or a new song from Ciara, bro. You're not a real artist. Like, when Ciara came out, she had goodies and all this other shit. She was one of those whisper singers. People like, kind of like a Shanti. Like, they can hold a semi-note, and they sounded good, okay, but we really fuck with Ciara because of her dancing and stuff like that. Now, granted, she did say she's making music now, or putting out new music because she wants to make the world dance again. That's understandable. But at the same time, bruh, we don't want to hear no music from Sierra, bro. Let's keep it a buck, bro. And that's what I'm talking about. Let's stop letting these artists feel like we actually care about them more than we actually care about them. Don't nobody care about Sierra, bro. Like, let's keep it a buck. When the last time you was like, oh, I can't wait for Sierra to put some out. Name me the last time that th that thought even came across your mind. It didn't, bro. We don't want to hear no music from Sierra, bro. The last time she put out some good music was when Future wrote that joint for her. Let's keep it a buck. That's the last time she put out a great song, bro. And even that song had some kind of nostalgia to it, bro. Like, come on. Keep it a thousand. We don't want to hear no new music from Sierra. And speaking of fake love, this is the whole... Where we, 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 we blend it together. The girl, Sweetie, she just said that her album, her debut album, Bad Bitch Music, or whatever the fuck she was calling that project, is being pushed back. She want to go back and reevaluate it. Don't even waste your time, Sweetie. We don't want to hear that shit. You're just a pretty face. You had a couple catchy tunes. And people fuck with it. But we don't want to hear an album from you. We don't want to hear it, bruh. Stop putting these artists in positions to actually think that we actually care about them. We don't care about you like that. You might have some social media clout. And that can get you business and brand deals, which it has. You seeing Sweetie do McDonald's commercials, Beats commercials, all kind of commercials and shit like that. So... I'm not knocking your business acumen. Get your bag wherever you can get your bag and whoever want to give it to you. I salute you. Get that. But as far as when it comes to this music, we don't give a fuck about your music. We don't want to hear your music. If anybody say they do want to hear Sweetie's music or Sierra's music, you're fucking lying to yourself. Don't nobody want to hear that shit, bro. It is what it is. So... 
before we wrap up, I just want to say that I wish a lot of, of of people in general could be upfront and honest with people. Stop being yes, man. Stop lying to these artists. If these artists putting out albums and they trash, call them trash. Stop, stop letting them think that they actually put out some good music. Chris Brown, we want you to do some real R&B. Stop doing 808 songs, songs with 808s and shit. We don't want to hear that shit. We want to hear you crooning, pouring your heart out, saying you want Rihanna back, even though we know you don't want Rihanna back. We want you to, we want, we want that type of music. We want that heartbreak, bruh. We don't want you rapping, talking about catching bodies and all this other bullshit, bruh. That's not what we want to hear from you. And until you get back to your roots and make the music that you should be making, you're going to continue to sell these type of numbers and you're going to continue to be mad at the general public. But you only can be mad at yourself because you didn't deliver what you should have delivered in the first place. I want to thank y'all for tuning in for another week of the It's So Amazing podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Boss The Truth. If this is your first time tuning in, you can catch us every week on your favorite podcasting app. And if you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can catch us on my YouTube channel at Amazing Films. That's A-M-A-Y-E-S-N Films. Thank y'all for tuning in for another week. I know this was a short episode. I normally do about 30 minutes, 35 minutes, but this is really the only things that I had to talk about this week. So bear with your boy, and I will catch y'all next week. Peace out. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for fucking with your boy. Holla at me next week. Peace.